Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna Podcast. My sister gave birth to identical twin girls just days before Christmas. So it was Friday afternoon. Um, late in the afternoon, we started to get the family text. Like my brother-in-law's like, all right, it's time. Um, cause her water broke the night before, but it just mm. took a really long time for those babies to come. Uh, identical twins. Your, your sister didn't even know she was having twins until what? Like three weeks ago? Just a couple weeks ago. So, okay. My sister, she has six other kids. So Currently. She's, she's been through the pregnancy thing many times. This particular pregnancy was really rough on her body. She was running out of breath, and she's like, man, I'm just, like, this is a really, really rough pregnancy. I almost feel like I'm having twins. She said this multiple times, but in the ultrasounds, only one heartbeat, one baby was showing up, and we're like, all right, I guess it's just one baby. Then just a couple weeks ago, she goes in for her ultrasound, and sure enough, the second baby made her debut, Mm. and they're like, you're having twins. But my sister doesn't find out the gender until, like, she just waits till they come. Yeah. And so she had no idea if they were going to be fraternal, identical, what. And um, sure enough, two girls. I love that. They And I, the first person I told was Jesse because you're an identical twin. I'm like, oh, yeah, I love this. I know I don't talk about being an identical twin very often. <laughs> yeah, but sure. um, I think that it is great. And I told Anna, I was very excited. I was like, welcome to the twin family. Because you just get, you think you hear about it a lot from me. Now that you have them in the family, and those two girls are going to be best friends, worst yeah. enemies at times. They're always going to have somebody to hang out with. Yeah. I mean, with any twin, it's kind of like that, or even close siblings, but identical twins. I mean, you cannot find a photo of me and my brother up to like age eight where we're not in the same photo together. Like, yeah. It just happens. They'll just be together all the time. So to tell them apart, because. Newborn babies. Oh, yeah. New, all newborn babies look the same. Like, come on. At first, they put something on one of the baby's wrists, yeah. uh, but now they just have uh, one of the girls. Her big toe is painted. <laughs> you got it. I know. One of the toes. It was so yeah. funny. Like this wrinkly little foot, and it just had one toe with a little red nail polish. Yeah. On it. If it were me, I would like try to see if there's like a birthmark. Like, like find one thing just in case you run out of nail polish. She's like, because you'd hate to like. Forget. Mix them up. I so know. my sister, she's their mom, obviously. She's sitting in bed with them all day. I mean, it's just constant breastfeeding. Yeah. Like, there's nothing else going on. Yeah, yeah. And um, so she said that she can tell a slight difference okay. in, like, their... She tried to show me. She's like, this forehead is a little bit different than this forehead. I was like, ah, they all look the same I trust me. you, sis. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that um, is so cool. But their name's Oakley and Naomi, which oh, I think is really cute. Wow. I know. I'm excited. What a Christmas gift. And yeah. they were born on what day? 
Uh, Friday. It was Friday afternoon, so... 23rd, right? Yeah. 23rd. Was that? I don't know. No, 22nd. 22nd, yeah. Well, that's put very that, exciting. Put that in the calendar that so we're ready exciting. for next year. So now, yeah. you're, now your sister has eight kids. Eight kids. My uh, brother-in-law went out and bought one of those giant, like, uh, church... Cargo vans? Vans. A cargo van. He showed up to New Year Christmas Eve, and he, like, pulls in my parents' driveway, beeps the horn. He's like, check it out. Does it have a... Oh, wait, wait. Is it a fancy one, though, or is it just, like, a like a cargo van? Is this, like, a cargo van? There's no TV in it? No. (laughs) No. Give that a couple of years. something your youth group took out to a field trip or something. Like a church van. Yes, it's exactly like that. Oh, my. Yeah, it's wild. congrats to your sister and your uh, brother-in-law as well. I did not think that I would be saying... There is still a chance for the Bengals to make it to the playoffs. I'm shocked. I watched that game that Kansas, the, uh, the, uh, see, it's so disturbing. I don't even want to say what team <laughs> the it was. Steelers? The Steelers. <laughs> Wasn't it? I went through all this effort to watch the game when I was down in Tennessee, yeah. too. And then all that effort, I set up for a YouTube TV trial. I was like, I just want to watch this football game. And then I tuned in and I'm like, well, let me just go ahead and cancel that trial now. This is awful to watch. Turn We've that lost. off. Yeah. But because so many other teams lost, the Chiefs, the Colts, the Texans, and more, we have a chance, over 90% chance of making the playoffs if we do two things. One, beat the Chiefs. Two, beat the Cleveland Browns. If we do that, according to the New York Times, who have what they call the playoff machine. Yeah. It's like a thing they calculate your percentages of making the playoffs if this or this or this happens. We make it to the playoffs. So, okay, we have to win the the final two games of the season. Yeah. And then there we go. We're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The part, this is the part of football that, like, I'm, uh, it's going to take me a while to catch on to. You're saying the reason we have such a good chance at, yeah. at that is because so many other teams lost games. Yep. So all of the teams and all yes. of the, it all comes together it in that way. It all comes together. If everyone's doing poorly, then we're really not doing that poorly because everyone's doing poorly. That's is that right. what it? That, essentially. So we didn't think we'd make the playoffs because all these good teams this past yeah. weekend, we thought they would win, or and they a didn't. bunch of the, and a bunch of them lost, which actually so it, it bumped us, us kind of higher, our percentage higher up. So is this why people enjoy watching the other games? Yes. Ah, my dad, he's always watching the other, and I'm like, why? I thought you were a Bengals fan. Why so do you care is, about this other team? This is why That's every why. now and then something weird will happen. I can't give an exact example where you will see somebody. Okay, a good example is you will see somebody, a Bengals fan, root for the Browns. It's like we need the Browns to win because if they win, it actually helps the Bengals in percentage-wise. It's Ooh. It knocks that team further down. It gives it – I don't know if that's a great example, Ooh. but it'll be – yeah, you'll root for a team you normally wouldn't. Okay. No, I have heard of that. Weird. This is far more complicated than I realized. Maybe I'll just stick to getting the hang of the yellow lines and things on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Okay, fresh back from the holidays and vacation. Welcome back, Anna. Thank you. Uh, it's time for the Truth Jar. We do this every day where somebody asks the other person a question out of this literal mason jar that's filled up with questions. These are questions used to identify things about the other person. Mm. Sometimes deep, dark secrets. Oh, no. And your question for today, (laughs) Anna. Anna, oh, this is nice. Anna, do you remember your first kiss? Yes. Do you? Yes, I do. I planned it out. (laughs) How funny is that? Uh, Me and the guy, we planned, like, we planned out, like, here's where we're going to go. How old were you? We were in high school. um, I I had my first kiss before you had your first kiss. 
How, when were you? How old were well, you? Well, I mean, if we're talking a technicality. Or it, what? Yeah. When was it? Seven or eight. <laughs> was Your in, first kiss? Well, I mean, I was in, uh, what do they call it? Daycare? Not daycare? Okay. Well, when but was first your first, like. 13. Okay. That's, I mean, how old were you, you when you were a freshman in high school? 14, maybe. I have no idea. I really have no idea. I was in eighth grade. About that. Okay. I was a freshman in high school. And yeah, I had never kissed a boy. Like, I'd never, I never had a boyfriend, nothing like that. And uh, so I was real nervous. And he was, I don't want to say he was nerdy, but maybe he was kind of like a little bit nerdy in the class. So I was kind of embarrassed. I was embarrassed at the fact that I liked a boy and like I was going to kiss him. Mm. And then I was even more embarrassed that he was kind of the the nerdy kid in class. So I didn't want people to really know. Oh, <laughs> like, no. Was, nice guys lose again. I know. I know. So I was a bit weird about it because he would always in the hallway want to be like, hey, you know, and give me a hug. And I'm always like, okay, don't be getting too crazy now. You're like, I like you, but don't let don't, anybody know. Don't tell anybody. So I remember we decided that we were going to, he lived close by and we were going to walk home from school that day and head and take a little shortcut through the woods and we were going to kiss in the woods for my first kiss. And this was planned. <laughs> this was planned out. Okay. So. So it wasn't his first kiss. It was just mine. So we planned that out. So that morning I woke up and I had a giant zit on my chin. Yeah. And I wasn't really wearing makeup at this point. So I didn't know. I tried to cover it up, but like it was there. And I remember I walked in and I saw him the first time that morning. And he's like, oh, you got a giant zit on your chin. <laughs> and I'm like, Whoa, no, buzzkill. Buzz. No, not the day of the kiss. So whatever, we go through the school day. And then after school, we walked through the woods and then we stood there and it's like, okay, are you ready? Like, okay. <laughs> and then we just Are you leaned in and there we go. And we bumped noses and it was really awkward. And I remember feeling just very embarrassed. Um, but then he came to my, my parents' house afterwards and we had a whole thing. And then I remember we were we took a walk to like the gas station or something to get snacks. And you kissed again. Well, we did. We kissed a lot. Because then, you know, you're all excited. You're like, oh, woo, yeah. this is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but while we were walking to the gas station, two of the girls from our class were also taking a walk and saw us together. We were holding hands. I snatched oh, my hand away from Anna. It's like, this and they're poor like, guy. Anna. And I'm like, no. This kid, this kid's still in therapy. <laughs> Sorry, sir. I feel bad. Oh, that's. That's great. So, uh, uh, so was it a relationship or was it just no, that? No, we never, no, we talked for a while, I guess, but yeah, we were just kids. Yeah, I've been through that. I did, went through that phase too. I, the, the first kiss <laughs> bump into, I kissed several noses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I kissed an eyebrow one time. Oh, no. That's like, I, yeah, I'm not ready for doing it with All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on uappodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Eyes Close your eyes and lean in. Oh, and you're wow. stum- my stomach. It was all in knots. Wow. Such yeah. a funny you time. You loosened up after that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, no, now. <laughs> no more planning. <laughs> my seven-year-old nephew decided to give me advice on how to get a wife. Oh, my gosh. When I was in uh, Tennessee. Now, this topic's come up a couple different times. Uh, no, no, not once did I broach the topic. So this was uh, unrequested advice. But okay. he's my seven-year-old what? nephew. Yeah. Uh, his name's Marvin. And uh, well, let me just play you a little bit. Of this. this is how this whole conversation sure. started. This is Marv. Why Uncle Jesse doesn't have a wife if he wants a wife? Um, I just haven't found the right wife yet. It's got to be the right person. Is Uncle Jesse's work friend married? Are you talking about Anna? Mm-hmm. <gasps> no, she's not married. Are you going to marry her? No, I'm not going to marry her. <laughs> what do you think? Yes, 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 yes too. Yes, too. No, Anna's just my friend. Friends can marry. <laughs> okay, Marvin. That's, no. that's how I was like, Marvin. all right, but he's really pushing it. Do you have any advice for Uncle Jesse? He just um, is saying, would you marry me? And she would say, yes. Is that how that you would, works? I should just say, would you marry me? And she would say, yes. <laughs> and she would say, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same here. You ask me, I'll say the same thing. No. Poor Um, Marvin. That's funny. He's seven. I'm just like, what what, what is, how does he, does he listen to our radio show? Like, how does he know this whole, that's what I was going to ask. But then I was like, oh, he met you once. Like a year ago. Oh, he did. Oh, I forgot. I did. I met uh, their whole family. We went to dinner. Yeah, uh-huh. so I met him, and then also, I, if his mom or your brother are ever uh, on social maybe. media, I'm sure they're like, here's Uncle Jesse, look what Uncle Jesse's doing. You know, I'm sure they show pictures of you. It's becoming a very reoccur- recurring topic. Every time I see him now, it comes up. That you need a wife? That, I, that you should you be my wife. wife. Oh, that I should yeah, be your wife. Well, this what, is about the first what about Anna? What about Anna? What about Anna? But, but my Marvin favorite part me. is my 10-year-old nephew... It's like, la, 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 not once has he questioned why I'm single. Why you don't have he's a wife. He just knows me as Uncle Jesse. Yeah, it's fine. He's like, eh. So little you do Uncle you, Jess. Bro. Yeah, Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Jesse. My, uh, my nephews have never brought up me marrying you, but they have asked, like, mm. where's your husband? Where's your kids? <laughs> where's your... <laughs> like, well, I don't have Can any. Can you soften the book? He's saying a little softer. Uh, yeah, it? I'm like, well, I don't know. I got you guys. Does nobody want to marry you? <laughs> like, they say yeah, things like, like that. what's wrong like, with you? Ouch. What's wrong with you that you're not married? I've been wondering the same thing, kid. Do you think you'll be single for the rest of your life, Anthony? Yeah, well, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> a new movie came out on Christmas Day, and it's based on a true story. It's called The Boys in the Boat. I saw the uh, like the, the, the thumbnail, the picture of it, and I was like, that looks interesting. It, but I don't know anything about it other than it's like some guys that were on a rowing team. But, and, and that's really the story of it. So it's a true story. I thought you might be more interested in it because you're, you're a big uh, history guy. Mm-hmm. But the movie actually has a tie here in Cincinnati at the bar that I occasionally bartend at. It's Northern Row. It's a brewery and a distillery. And, like, they have food and everything. It's family-friendly. It's in OTR. And when you walk into the bar, you'll see hanging from the ceiling this giant 
rowboat. It looks like a big, mm-hmm. long, skinny wooden canoe. Yeah. And that was the sister boat to the story from the boys in the boat. So the boys in the boat movie is, uh, yeah, so they're, they, it's a rowing team. I don't know anything about it. But the sister boat's like, what, their practice boat or something? Yeah. So, okay. So the story is that in 1936, there was a rowing team at University of Washington, and they did so well, they made it all the way to the Olympics in Berlin, and they won gold. Like, it was this really big deal. And the practice boat or, like, the, the backup boat, they call it a shell, uh, is mm-hmm. the one that is hanging in Northern it's, Row Brewery yeah, massive, right here yeah. in Cincinnati. Uh-huh. So what's kind of cool is that I guess MGM, like I bartended this weekend there. And when I walked in, they're like, hey, if anyone asks about the boys in the boat, we've got this book to give them. Because there's a book on the story, too. It's just, it's just a really big story. And uh, I guess MGM like reached out to Northern Row and said, yeah. hey, we, we want to give you these books. And if anyone mentions it, you can give them the book. Like a, yeah, a promotional thing. That's cool. Which I thought was really neat. And then George Clooney is a direct is a director of the movie, and we know that oh, he wow. has ties mm-hmm. to Northern Kentucky, so that's kind of cool. Oh man, that like, that wow. boat is massive. When I I went to Northern Row, I've been in there like once or twice. And what I like about it, it's just filled with like historical architecture and just even the building, the building, everything about it, it's got yes. this vibe to it. But yeah, I remember sitting at the bar looking up, I'm like that is a big boat. And I didn't know any story about it. And now I actually know the backstory. Everyone who comes into the bar, that's one of the first things they say. Like, what's going on with the boat? You what's, know what? Where's the boat from? I do that when I go into certain places. It's like when I go into Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yes. I just sit there. I'm just like, like that. whoa, look at that. You know, it's just like I'm just sightseeing. But from my perspective, when I was like bartending there occasionally, people would be like, Where, what's the story behind that? And I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't. In the year 1936, the boat, like, I'm trying to memorize history facts. Like, yeah, let me you're just a make you guy. a cocktail, man. I, I, got to, you know, I don't know all the facts. Like, how much will you tip me if I tell you where that boat came from? <laughs> or if I throw this book in? Yeah. All right, Here's that's a free a, book. Northern Row. Go check it out. I spent nine days down in Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, for the holiday. I was with my twin brother, my sister-in-law, nephews, all that. And uh, on day two, I had to consider whether I would wear my brother's underwear or not. Oh, you didn't pack any? I didn't pack any underwear. None? No. And I, first of all, the reason I would have to consider that question is we are identical twins. And we did up to like age 20. I'm not kidding. We shared everything. So I was like, I was like, oh, this would be interesting. We are different sizes, though. He's a little bit bigger than I am right now. Uh, And also it's gross. So I was like, okay, even though they're clean and everything. So I was like, dang it. I have all these. As you know, I had an underwear subscription. Oh. I've got all these pr- nice pairs nice, that I paid money pair. Expensive boxers expensive, but at, home. at home. And I'm like, I don't want to go out. And b-. So I went to the store and I spent a good amount of time trying to find the most bang for my buck. And I yeah, spent like the cheapest- 20 bucks. I got six pairs. <laughs> <laughs> like the kind that come in like the plastic bag. Yes. And, they're, and they they're have like bur- stripes on them or something. They're, yeah, they're colored. They're yeah. like, I was like, I will never wear these again. They're they're briefs. They're not even boxers. It was wait, like whitey tarty. Oh, they? they weren't white, but yeah, essentially, what? yeah. I haven't worn those. I wish you did uh, not. <laughs> like 15, 20 years. What? I was like, man, I 
am going cheap. I I do not want to spend money on this. I'm not why? Yeah. Oh, that is like I wish I. It was more expensive for right yeah. I just I was like I'm so annoyed Wait, at myself. Why do I feel like I've already seen like how that looks on you with I've a speedo? Seen the speedo. Yeah, I was like, I, I already know what that's every about. Every day I put the pair. I'm like, oh, it's like I have the speedo on oh, every day. Okay, nothing yeah. new here. No. What you? Why don't you? Uh, now this could get weird, but. As long as no one ever found them, you could keep them in your truck. So then if you're ever on a trip and you have another emergency like that, you have like truck emergency underwear. underwear. Well, can I tell um, you that this is never this is never a problem. For some well, reason, it could, this it, it, could. it could be a problem, but not enough to where I feel like I need to keep an emergency stash of underwear <laughs> in my truck. And then one day someone's like digging around trying to find Whose are these? <laughs> no, 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 no. Whoopsie <laughs> daisy. daisy. Yeah, um, I mean, might as well keep an extra pair, like a sock, socks in there. I'll just keep a whole wardrobe in my I truck. I used to do that. Uh, mm. There was a period of time where I did that. I just, I was like, just in case. When I go on a trip, underwear, first of all, is the first thing I pack. And I pack three pairs per day. I pack enough for all the days I'll be there. And then I usually add a pair or two. And this goes for socks. I, I no. If I'm there somewhere long enough where I know I can do laundry... I will not do that, but I will. Just to I save bring space. almost like my like all the underwear. All, all the underwear. Like, well, I brought none of them. <laughs> I was like, dang it! I, I hate spit. I hate wasting. But to me, it was a giant waste of money. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I wasn't gonna go out and buy like six Fancy pairs ones. of thirty dollars. I was like, no. Yeah. Just get the <laughs> just the, the cheap briefs. Ones. Where'd you go, Walmart? I went to Target. Okay. Yeah, I got to get that 5% off with the red card, you know. Man, I was, I was in that, I, I bet, 10 minutes just trying to find the best deal. <laughs> Looking for coupons. Settled for. <laughs> the old 6 Wait, for 2060. Like, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like. Literally. <laughs> I added it up. The week I was like, I, I think I'm good. My family woke up Christmas morning to a bat hanging out in our basement. So there's a, we have a vent in the basement, like up near the ceiling. And the bat was just hanging on to the vent. Uh, spending the night there. And I'm doing my makeup upstairs, and all of a sudden I hear screaming. And it's my mom. I thought she was mad at somebody. So I thought, I'm not going down there. That sounds like drama. Mm. But the screaming persisted, and I'm like, yeah, I better check this out. I'm glad I did. I got a video. Do we have the audio? Yeah. Here, play that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. How do you make sure it's in there? Oh my god, listen to you. <laughs> oh, oh, he's crawling. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. now so, I know where it comes from. The this dramatics come from oh. my mom. That was my mom. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, my next favorite part. How do you make sure it's in there? How do you make sure it's in there? <laughs> and I'm on the stairs just filming, not doing anything. Why do you sound like a six-year-old when you like say Like I'm crying. How do you make sure it's in there? How do you make sure it's in there? Make sure it's in there. You got so, that? So let me paint the picture because we have the video and the video is posted everywhere. Like yeah. at Jesse Anna B105, Instagram, Facebook. But if you're just listening. So I walk downstairs. My mom is dressed fully in her Christmas church outfit. Like, she's got a little red sweater on, a black skirt. She's yes. got her heels on. Yes. She's ready to go to church when she sees the bat. And my dad, too. He's all dressed up. So my dad grabs his bug net, 
and he just places it over the bat. Good call. We by didn't the way. harm the bat. Just there was a couple of comments like we didn't hurt the bat. The bat is safe and sound outside. Uh, so my dad places the bug net over it, but it wasn't like doing anything. It was just kind of hanging there. Well, the bat's like, I'm not going into that thing. Uh, yeah. So my mom climbs up on the bookshelf with a fly swatter to like scoop the bat with the fly swatter, like scoop it into the bug net. Yeah. And then my dad has it in the bug net and he runs out the door and they said, I don't know if it flew away or what, but they set it free outside. And, um... It was yeah, crazy. I saw your mom with the fly sweater. I'm like, what are you going to do with that? But it, it actually, she actually did sort of coax it or push it into the net. I think she did have to sort of push it in there. And then once it was in the net, then it did start to crawl around a little bit. I mean, my brother thought it was cute. I would think it was cute what? if it was um, like at the zoo. I would not enjoy this. I got to say, even though I'm making fun of your mom for some of the noises she made, I would not. She did better than I would do. Just your mom, don't you, do we, the audio of you with the raccoons? Oh, no, I'm telling you right now, okay. I would not be doing well with this. Oh, yeah. your mom did better than I would do. Oh, I, oh, I hate, I don't. Critters don't in yeah, the house. Critter. That's the problem. Yeah, like my ex, she had a frog in her laundry room at one point. <sighs> it took me two hours to get that thing out. <laughs> and it involved terrible. a laundry bucket <laughs> and terrifying. all kinds of things. And because you don't want to hurt it. You're trying to keep this thing that alive, not, but you're trying to get it. A... No, oh, that, that wasn't was on your mind. That was not the reason. <laughs> <laughs> no. My sister-in-law asked me if I was interested in her Daughter, her uh, doctor's daughter. Her daughter. Do- <laughs> I, I was trying to figure that out. Her doctor, my sister-in-law's had a doctor for like 20 years. Okay. And uh, she goes there for all the things and just, it, you know, like loves this guy. It's the family doctor and all that. We're sitting at a coffee shop in Knoxville. She's like, what do you think about this girl? I'm like, oh, she's cute. She's like, yeah, she seems like your type or whatever. I'm like, okay, yeah. Okay. And she goes, yeah, her dad's my doctor. <laughs> and I go, okay. And. Cool, whatever. Sometimes uh, God brings people in the same, you know, realm yeah, together or whatever. Like yeah. She goes, but she currently, I think she said she currently lives in Nashville, I think is what she said. And I'm like, eh. I'm I thought trying you to were- find somebody that, exactly. I'm trying to find somebody that like lives within 30 miles of me. Yeah, you because your last serious relationship was a, a girl who lived in uh, Knoxville, right? Yeah, and that was part of the problem. We didn't live in the same city, so we just couldn't, like, on a weeknight, I couldn't be like, if she was having a tough day, I just couldn't drive over to her place and chill out with her or vice versa. So, and, you know, if I were to meet somebody naturally in Nashville or Knoxville or whatever like that, and it felt like, oh, like, we're meant to meet each other, then we'll see. But I don't think I'm going to start the relationship knowing you know, yeah. that piece of information. Because eventually, if you want to take it to the next step, eventually someone has to move. And you need to make sure that one of you is willing yes. to move eventually. And also the key word there is eventually, which means it doesn't normally happen right away. So that means a lot of traveling back mm-hmm. and forth. Again, if this kind of organically came about, okay. But I don't I don't know. I've not met the girl. Maybe I will <laughs> at some point. But apparently the way it originally came about is my sister-in-law was at the doctor yeah, and I don't. He was talking about his daughters. He, he's like, I got to get my daughter married or something. Oh, he no. goes, he goes, I goes, man, can't why, why can't there just be another Joey? No way. That's he a says, true story. And she was like, well, my actually, Joey's my identical twin. And she oh. goes, actually, there is another Joey, and he is single, and it's his twin brother. And the doctor didn't know, and he's like, what? Wow. So that's how that story went. That is kind of funny, but I know. What? 
She's trying real she hard. There. Tr- but she, I gotta hand it to my sister in law. She looks out for me so much. She's the one that like tried to rewrite my uh, Bumble dating profile. Yep, she she's did. just want. She's just want me. Wants she me want, to be happy. Wants you to get a wife. She, she she's does. Like, so anyway, my uh, best friend's brother's sister's doctor's son, <laughs> daughter. <laughs> like, wait, what? Wait, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, so I mean, nothing, nothing came of it. You know, we're She's still, trying. still on status quo. No, yeah. And then you got your nephews asking when you're yeah, going to get a wife. Why have I no wife? What's going on? And Jess? Why can't it be Anna? I'm like, stop yeah. it. <laughs> now they're asking that. I went to Urban Air for the first time. Uh, my nephew, who's ten, had a yeah. birthday party there uh, down in Tennessee. And for those that don't know, Urban Air is like this indoor trampoline park, and they've got like. Ball pits and yeah, it's really fun. Like foam pits and all that stuff. I'm a 40 year old man, <laughs> and my sister in law bought my brother and I also wristbands to take part in the birthday party activities. Oh, so you could jump around? Everything. Uh, we could do all the things that these 10 year old boys were doing. Yeah. And I was secretly kind of excited. Yes. Uh, so the first thing I tried is the trampoline. And we used to have a trampoline when I was 10 or 15 years old. And you would just jump in every possible way, on your stomach, on your back, on your butt, on your whatever. Sure. I tr- and I tried jumping on my butt Whoa. last weekend. Just, Why did just you... jumping up, like you're bouncing, and then you bounce feet... down on your, like, put your feet up and bounce down on your uh, butt? Yeah. Whoa, you're crazy. No, well, yes, I am. As a kid, no problem. You would do that all the time. You would, like, try to bounce somebody else up, and you yeah. almost like you're doing a cannonball. Sure. Just straight up and down. I did it <laughs> last weekend, and I it was like my entire body compressed. Like, <laughs> like it, I went, oh! <laughs> and then another time, Ouch. I didn't learn my lesson. Again, I thought I was 10 again, and I got up on like this padded step that was about two feet above a trampoline. I was in the part of urban air where there's trampolines for like 100 feet in every direction yeah. with little yeah. uh, dividers in between. That are not trampoline material. And I oh, no. jump off of the two-foot-tall little bench onto the trampoline thinking I'm going to get some real air. <gasps> and I hit it wrong, and I, like, fall sideways, and I land on the <laughs> non-trampoline divider. And I hear my brother Joey from, like, 100 feet away go, I would not do that if I were you. <laughs> you are going to regret that. And I, I had to stop. You're too old I'm to be doing all old. that. Yeah. I got up and I'm like, oh no, this is gonna hurt tomorrow. My back. And I did the monkey bars and I but like I was like, I'm no American ninja warrior. Like no, I'm hanging that's... sideways and then I had oh. it's I was like, I'm stronger than this. You know, it reminds me of when you were, you know how when you were a kid, you would swing on a swing and then you just jump off onto the ground yes. and it was all good. Yes. But then do you remember the moment in your life when you attempted to do that again and sh- it felt like shocks? went up your body. Yes. Do you know that? Yes. And you're like, whoa, what is this? Like, that? I've never felt this before. This hurts. Yeah, it's and time to just, stop. You suddenly can't mm-hmm. do it. So that's kind of what that reminds me of. Yes. I I have also taken my nieces and nephews to Urban Air. They love it. I, however, didn't get a wristband. I can't mm. jump on trampolines. We'll you have can. a little leakage going on, if you know what okay, I mean. Okay, whoa. As a woman, like, okay, I can't. Then. The tr- We have those mini trampolines at the gym. Yeah. You know, the gy- we yeah, go to the uh-huh, same gym. Uh-huh. I can't be no, doing too much on no all good. this. If okay. you ever uh, see me jumping on the trampoline, just know. <laughs> okay. Okay. No. No. I'm good. <laughs> when I got home, things are things are okay. I got it. I got it. <laughs> you forgot the TMI warning. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Urban Air was fun. They had a uh, at least this one. They had a uh, 
they go, laser tag? And I was like, sure. Me and Joey were like, fine, we'll do laser tag. Yeah. I hadn't done it in many years. I didn't realize how competitive I was. I was like, I'm taking out every single one of these punks. The kids? These ten I was like, <laughs> I don't care that you're 10. If I could have worn my shoes in there, I would have been all over the place. Jesse. But I, yeah, I was in socks. It was great. I had did the highest guys... score in the second game. I bet you did. The poor, the kids are probably mad, went home like, how was the game, honey? <laughs> it's like. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Johnston's uncle was beating everybody. Yeah, I, I know. At one point, my twin brother was the same way. And it was hilarious because I was, we were both like hiding around corners or like we were SEAL Team 6 or something. <laughs> and I saw him coming down the stairs like he was getting ready to surprise the enemy. He literally was acting like he was a, like a Navy SEAL <laughs> or whatever he was. Yeah. yeah, it was it was fun though. But <sighs> my back's okay, if you're wondering. That's good. I was all right. One but, of those moments you just realize I am too old. I know, and I don't like it. No. Mm. Jesse and Anna's emotion of the day. I'm feeling hopeful tonight. I am going to try and make it to just the ending of Bengals Nation. They they have it every Wednesday uh, right at that like OTR eatery in the Kroger yep. downtown. And I'm going to make it to the tail end of it. And I'm excited. I don't really know what it all entails. There's like food and drinks and Bengals stuff. And I'm like, let's go because I'm a football girl now. Right? Oh, Okay. And so my friend was like, Dude, would you like to go? I'm like, of course I would. I've been keeping up. And um, Have you? Jesse. And I'm just feeling hopeful for the Bengals as a team because I know we're not doing great, but we talked about earlier today <laughs> that if they win the last two games in the season, they have a 93% chance of they making it to the playoffs. That's right. So we're getting good. We're getting close. You're the I don't same. really understand what's going on, but I just feel hopeful. You are the same person that put a story up on Saturday when the things were not going well for the Bengals, and you're just like, this game's making me sad. I guess I'm going to watch this movie now. <laughs> I was watching, and I'm like, wow, what a quitter. I was watching a rom-com Christmas yeah. movie about a radio host who fell oh, in love. Oh, that's what it was. Yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah. screw football. But the the whole time I was checking the score of the game on my phone. Uh, my emotion today is I'm humored that uh, I was like, I can't trust myself with all these uh, Little Debbie Christmas tree snack cakes at home. And I brought them Whoa. into work, put them on the counter, and most of them are gone already. And uh, it's like, oh, my evil little plan worked. How and many? Anna ate three of them. Uh, no, I did not. <laughs> I knew you were going to. I was like, how many come in a box? Ten? Eight to ten. I, I have no okay, idea. Okay, well, I'll have you know that I only ate one, and I took one for later. Didn't you just eat one a little bit ago right no, here? No, I was oh, tricking you. pretended you. I was like pretending you did. Oh, like, I thought you ate three. Because I, okay, so I ate one earlier because I love them. And then we went out in the hallway, and I saw there were more there, and I was like, mm, I think I'm going to take this for tomorrow mm. and save it for tomorrow. And Jesse's yeah. like, you'll eat that before we leave the station tonight. And uh, I took that as a challenge. Okay, not, well, yeah, I, I dare here. you to not eat it tonight. You hear that? Especially when you get That's home from Bengals Nation. Little Debbie Christmas tree. Little something, because let me put it this way. If, by the I have another box at home, and it is such a problem. <laughs> I might bring those in tomorrow. Don't. I cannot. No, I can't have them. I can't have them here at work. I'm tired of people bringing things to work because they can't have it, but I'm that person. I know. There's a whole basket of candy. It's terrible. I know. Somebody had Halloween candy for <sighs> two months, and they're like, I can't take it anymore. Ugh. And I've, I've got like four blow pops in my drawer I'm, in my yeah. office now because apparently I'm a nine-year-old. No self-control. All right. 
We're going to take our non-self-control-having selves out of here. We will talk to you tomorrow afternoon. See ya. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.